Uh, we love to catch up with this bloke because he tells it as it is, Trev, unlike yourself. He likes to tell it as it is. He might I disagree. Be... Oh, don't worry. <laughs> you just be quiet. You just be... Let me walk him in first. Uh, John, it's always a pleasure you talking to me, buddy. Uh, hello, Dom. How are you, mate? Travis? Cosy, how yeah, are you? Good, Look, mate. the amount of times... Uh, Cosy, the you amount know, of times you're coming Travis, on this show... I don't know how Dom's not paying you for, for the amount of appearances yeah, that you're doing, mate, honestly. Because he's loves no, no, I keep, keep saving him. Yeah. Keep giving him credibility. Uh, oh. <laughs> I did it for years at Adelaide United. Hey, don't worry. There, there's a good reason why he just said that, uh, Cosy, and I'll let you know in just a tick. Firstly, let's talk about, uh, uh, obviously, not much happening here, um, uh, Cosy, but what do you reckon with the A-League? How's it going to survive, survive all of this? Now we're hearing it could start in August. Do you think uh, we'll come uh, away unscathed, or is it going to be a bit of damage along the way? Oh, there's more than likely going to be some damage. It depends on what happens with Fox Sports, I guess, and um, and the deal that it has with the FFA. From what um, I can understand, I think Fox are happy to stick around, but um, their financial commitment is um, probably a bit excessive for their budgets at the moment, so they they want to reduce that like they, they've looked at with, um, with Rugby League as well. Yeah. So um, that means that Someone's going to have to take a hit. and um, But the game maybe's lived on the edge for too long, financially. It, um, it's Players' wages have increased exponentially over the time. And I know, um, you know guys deserve to be paid and it's professional football, but you've got to work within your limitations. And, um, you know, money's always been difficult. And football's always had a problem with money simply because a lot of it goes towards the national teams. We don't have rugby league and Aussie rules... Well, Aussie Rules has no national teams, um, but Rugby League has a has the Kangaroos. But football's got it, it's got the Socceroos, it's got the Young Socceroos, it's got the Ollieroos, it's got the Joeys, it's got you know the Matildas, and and it just keeps going on. And they cost a lot of money to maintain. I know they bring revenue in, um, but it's still a drain on the purse. And you know when you've got um, only eleven clubs, and you've got a a difficult audience because you're always in competition with with league and Aussie rules. And I think you've also got a difficult audience in that football people are so damn hard to please. They complain about everything, every chance they get. And um, the A-League's been cannon fodder lately, the last season or two. Cosy, uh, does the salary cap need to go? And, and if it does, does that just create a bigger disparity in terms of clubs' spending ability, the ones uh, between the haves and the haves not? Well, Trav, I've always sort of supported the concept of a, um, the salary cap and why it was there. I think it needs a bit more flexibility, um, not quite so hard and fast, but it will... I mean, what will happen, clubs that spend the minimum now, say, use Central Coast Mariners, for example, that are, you know, stony last again um, for, I don't know, it's three years in a row now, yeah. maybe more. Um, you know, Newcastle grabbed a wooden spoon for a number of years successively there as well because they didn't have the money to spend. Um, you're just going to get a, 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 the rich and the poor like you have in, in Europe. You've got your big clubs. I mean, you, Man United, Man City, you know, Chelsea, Arsenal, um, they're generally in, you know, the top four, top six teams in in the EPL, you got Bayern Munich, the, the big money clubs in Italy, Juventus, and that they all the same ones are up the top every year um, because they've got the money to spend. So, are you going to have that in Australia? And that might not work because we don't have promotion and relegation. There's nothing fresh, so you just get the same old, same old. And I think that's part of the reason people are complaining now because Sydney FC been up the top for ages. Um, Melbourne City are floating around. Melbourne Victory, 
um, always making the you know the top four. Adelaide United um, have been good the last couple of seasons. Um, so it's the same old, same old. You know what I mean? Perth Glory, for example, last season had a good comeback year. Yeah. Um, Tony Popovich. So you just you know it's it's like Groundhog Day. You mentioned Adelaide United, uh, Cozzy. I know your son is the uh, CEO here at the club, so you might not be able to say, or you might be able to say, uh, no coach at the moment. Uh, have you heard any rumours about who could be the coach? We're hearing that they want an Aussie coach. Um, what have you heard? Oh, they want me back. They approached me yesterday. Take three. <laughs> Don did mention that at the top of the show. I did say that you should come back for a third stint, maybe. Why not? Yeah. No, it would be hard. It would be hard working would with you, Hang on, son. hang on. Would you, t- would you take the job if they offered it to you? If they offered it, of course I would. Answering okay. to your son. There you go. Yeah, how could you but, answer um, to your own son? But, um, yeah, no, I think um, the obvious choice is, is there in Colby. It, um, you know, it took Carl a while to come around to, to join the club, but I think um, he had a good relationship with um, Kurt Young for Bake, and he's a local. Adelaide is a is not a market like Sydney or, or anywhere else. It's uh, a very parochial marketplace, and you need to have... I think they've said an Aussie coach. I think they've got to go local coach. Yeah. And well, that would mean Carl Veer. Now, insistent-wise, it's a it's a tough one. Um, Travis? You know, would you look at... Um, well, Travis, I know he's doing his, done his licences and done a bit of coaching. Would it be... Um, would you look at Joe Mullen, who played with Carl Viet and Joe's been very, very successful in the local MPL. And they're good buddies. Um, they'd make a good they'd yeah. make a good coaching team. Yeah. Damien Damien Murray, although yeah. he's been out of the coaching fraternity for a couple of seasons now, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Back with Raiders. Yeah, he's back with the yeah, Raiders at the moment. What about uh, I made a couple of suggestions at the top of the show with Trav. How about someone like a John and a Ross Aloisi or a Tony and uh, even Aurelio as uh, Tony's assistant? And what about that idea? Um well, I don't know if Tony would actually lead the national teams. Not a bad gig. <laughs> I think I'd rather be working with this, as a sitting coach of the national team, especially when you've got the Olympics to go to, and um, or maybe in the Cape America that they, you know, got postponed. It might still be on next year. Um, World Cup qualifiers. I think the national team, especially where Tony's sort of been at, he's um, he worked at Melbourne City for a while. He might go back into the the club system. I don't know, but he's only been in the national team system for just over twelve months. I don't know what Aurelio's thoughts are. Uh, he'd come back more as a mentor type person. He yeah. might work with Carl Viet hey, as, as a mentor. Because hey, uh, we spoke about Carl Viet and I agree, I think given he's in the role now, um, it's it's just the the no-brainer. Uh, the club has indicated that they're going to go through a, a process to, to appoint a coach. Um, with, with Carl in particular, having been a teammate of his and you've coached him, he is quite a reserved uh, personality. Do you think that will play against him in terms of being able to to get messages across and, and have that authority with the players? That's a good question, Trev. Um, Thank you. What? <laughs> Was that a good question? <laughs> well, Goodness. anything is good compared to the stuff that you ask. Oh, okay. Um, well, well, I'm not going to play that. What but, you just no, said no, about no, it. Can I just answer the question? Forget It's not a comedy show. This is a serious football show, isn't it? Um, <laughs> no. Um, no, look, I think, look, Carl has done a great job with the, the NTC. I think he, I know... Uffi Talley rated him highly um, when he was working with the under-20s, with the young Socceroos. So I don't think the communication with the players has been enough. Carl's not a, um, a big personality in terms of, you know, your media profile. And 
And to be honest, does a coach have to be a big media personality? Uh, Not really, because, you know, it's, you guys beat things up. It you know, It's all about having a media personality. Steve Corrick is a quiet sort of guy, yet he's been very successful at Sydney FC. Yeah. So, and he was a um, he was a bit like Carl in um, in terms of his I guess his personality his assistant with Graham Arnold. So um, he stepped into the breach quite well. So I don't think there'll be a problem with Carl. Um, and I think the club I don't know what process they're going to look at. Um, you know they're going to have four hundred resumes from overseas and, and all sorts of people throwing their hat in the ring at. Um, Basically, it's a way that you define what you want straight away. You make a decision. You'd have a. I mean, you don't even have to call for interviews. They'd have a shortlist. Yeah, well, it's I, not like well, we've been saying here for you, ages. You know, you're going to scour the world. It's let's let's be real. It's not um, rocket it's not science. Manchester City. We're talking about it's Adelaide United. We've been saying for a while that we do need to get back to the basics of a local coach uh, or an Australian coach. I think we're done with his overseas coaches. So let's hope that does prevail. Hey, Cosy, got to let you go. Before I let you go, though, I was pumping you up before our break, before you came on. And I said, uh, mm-hmm. w- when you're at Adelaide United, you know, what you see is what you blah, get. Blah, blah, blah. Just be quiet. Uh, and I said, uh, what you see is what you get with Cosy. He tells it as it is. And then uh, Travis <laughs> chimed in. We've taped it. Have a listen to this. This is how he chimed in. No, I, I actually disagree because uh, <laughs> when he was coach of Adelaide United, he oh, always, he always uh, danced around issues. And I, there you go, Cosy. How would you like to respond to that? Issues. He danced around issues. That's interesting. I don't know, what, <laughs> what issues were those, Brad? Go on. Uh, go on, Nancy. It's all yours now, uh, being, uh, See, uh, being facetious uh, at that point in time oh, with, with Dom. How do you spell it? <laughs> it starts with an F and ends in an S. <laughs> There's a bunch of letters in between that are that I wouldn't know. There you go, Cosy. You know what they say, you got to keep your enemies closer, so there you have it. Cosy, yeah, Cosy, that's Cosy. true. Okay. The old Italian's saying that, Dom, isn't it? So, yeah, we started it, mate, and uh, he's going to finish it. Hey, Cosy, it's always good to talk to you, mate, and, uh, yeah, enjoy your swimming pool. Finish it off, will you? There you go. Good luck. <laughs> okay, Cheers, see Cosy. you, mate. Bye. That's uh, John Cosmina, former Adelaide United coach, twice over. And, uh, of course, former Sydney FC coach.